0: Hello, this is Matt Hale presenting Art Monthly's talk programme on Resonance FM. Today, we'll be discussing two books reviewed in the current issue. Before we start, I'd like to promote our magazine subscription. If you email subs at artmonthly.co.uk and quote Resonance, you'll receive a 30% discount, which on a UK subscription brings the price down to £30. So that's subs at artmonthly.co.uk. It's also on our website, www.artmonthly.co.uk. I'm sorry about all that. That's out of the way now. In the studio today, I'm joined by Rika Hansen. Rika is a researcher based at Tate Britain and a regular contributor to Art Monthly magazine. Welcome back, Rika, to this programme. Thank you. Alex Coles is also with us, and he's a critic, and he edited the book Design and Art. He's also a long-time contributor to Art Monthly. I think it's nearly ten years, actually, Alex. I worked it out today.
1: Thank you,
0: Ryan. Um, welcome, both of you. Um, basically, um You reviewed a book each, and one was a book which was a sort of criticism itself, and the other was um, a lot of different writings from a seminar or a symposium about criticism, art criticism. Um, I'll start by asking Alex, could you say, just to get the ball rolling, really... um, some def- different definitions of types of critics, which you, you, you did mention in a previous article in Art Monthly quite a long time ago.
1: Sure. I mean, my interest in the subject started with a conference in 2001 that we did at Tate Britain. Um, that, the energy from that then um, turned to Art Monthly, and I did an article in, I think it was early 2003, uh, called The Bathroom Critic, which then led to a number of responses by uh, Michael Archer, um, Matthew Anna, and other people. Um, what I did in that article, The Bathroom Critic, was to say that there were at least two, or predominantly two different types of critic. One I called The Bathroom Critic, and this was a kind of critic that... Um, linked back to certain types of writer like Frank O'Hara in the 50s, um, perhaps people like David Hickey in the 80s and 90s, that wrote a more, I'd say, sort of creative type of uh, criticism. Um, And then I contrasted that against a more academic type of criticism. I, I think I referred to that as the the critic or the study or something like the that the desk perhaps or so the desk or yes. something like that um, and and that was obviously referring to the sort of October uh, type school of criticism
0: so that 's October the magazine yeah, yeah.
1: The, the the journal the um, journal. S- rather than the month, so that was <laughs> um, that was then. And this is now. Yeah, but
0: your that article was actually mentioned, wasn't it? In the yeah, that's right. In the um, book, uh, which by the way is "Canvas is and Careers Today: Criticism and Its Markets," Um, and and they mentioned it presumably because it came up at the at the at this um, seminar or the symposium that was that was based on. Is
1: that correct? No, I mean, what happened was the was the opposite. That that um, the debate around art criticism that I began. With, with some others in Art Monthly, wasn't mentioned at all. Oh, I'm sorry, you <laughs> slipped it in, did you? So I sort of slipped it in <laughs> ah, as ah. a little... Um, sorry, sorry. I you was a you little, hit that well. Yes, thank you. Uh, most people didn't notice, but I slipped it in partly because I thought it was right and partly because I was just a bit annoyed, I guess, that we weren't mentioned. Sure, um, sure. And, and I thought there were a number of problems in the book, although it's a very interesting, the canvases and careers. Edited by Daniel Birnbaum and Isabella Grall. Thank you.
0: Um, say, 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 what is interesting about it? I yeah, mean- okay.
1: I mean, basically, it's a it's a book that is constituted from the proceeds of a conference from 2007 around art um, criticism and the context and function of criticism. Um, the way the book is published, I liked because it's published in a very lively way, you know, the sort of energy that comes uh, from the live event of the conference is really well captured in the essays in the book and in the uh, responses to the essays that follow them. Um, So I very much like that, and there are two or three really good essays, and the rest of it is pretty much business as usual by um, American academics like George Baker. Um, So I just felt that, in a way, the debate had not shifted on in five years since our initial discussions, yeah. and indeed, throughout history, uh, there have been, you know, discussions about the function of art criticism. So, the work we did with Art Monthly in three, you know, by no means was was anything new. Um, it was just perhaps the first time in that generation that those issues have been discussed. And the book I felt did not really address those. Can
0: you? Can you? Sum up very briefly what you, what what hasn't happened. Are you, you, you know, it hasn't moved on. Oh. So I mean, you're saying which <laughs> suggest it should go somewhere.
1: Can I'll, you say what that might be? Yeah, I'll try. Um, basically, my um, problem with much criticism is that it in no way gets the um, sort of gist or the energy or the dynamic of the work into the register of the writing most writing is written by people who um are not really very good writers uh there was a very good quip once that truman capote the novelist did on um i think the jack carson show in the early 70s you can actually get it on youtube um and he they're talking about the beat generation of writers and about jack kerouac and capote says about kerouac he says but really he corrects johnny carson says no he's not a writer he's a typer and <laughs> i feel like most many many critics um are they type they don't rise and i think that um that that's a great problem and one thing that the book uh, the canvases and careers book refers to is how criticism is the sort of bastard child or the stepchild or all of these kind of pejorative terms of the art world. And that was my concern, that criticism should have an equal place to art um, the way it did, say, in Oscar Wilde's time. Um, And that that in no way was possible uh, given the poverty of, uh, you know, the poverty uh, of the quality of, of criticism. And I think that in no way does this book Change that which made me you know which made me sad.
0: You, just talking about poverty um the market and the relationship between the critic and the market comes up I think um possibly in both of your books I'm not sure but but that clearly affects the way a critic feels free to adversity criticize do you think or is that I mean is that Uh,
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the things I've liked about writing for Art Monthly for this past decade, I mean, I've probably earned about... Five um, pounds. yeah. I'm very concerned with money at the moment, if you can tell. I can tell. I've probably earned about £2,000 in 10 years, even though the kind of articles I would write or the reviews or the features, I would spend weeks on them, researching and writing them to get every note, you know, every letter right. Yeah. So that drives um, you towards
0: what doing doing catalogues, for, <laughs> for, for, which are very pleasant and nice for people no, who pay it, you a lot more money. It, that,
1: that drives you towards academia, I guess. Sure.
0: So, so you have a have a, a salary on which you can yeah. base your writing for other things. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, we're very so, grateful.
1: So I think that, <laughs> I think that its relationship to the market is um, you know is 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 yeah is, is 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 quite straightforward and perhaps is not even problematic. But because our monthly does not um, vie for a stake of that marketplace the way some of the other leading art magazines do. And this is why I think many people like the magazine. Um, it gives you a freedom to, um, to, to say what you want in the precise manner that you want. And one thing I particularly appreciate is not being heavily edited um, in terms of the manner of the writing, or censored in terms of exactly, you know, what kind of points I'm getting across.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we also we get responses, as, as you say, yeah, which which sure. are good and we publish those. Well, I, I must bring Ricker in, because we've been talking for a little while before, <laughs> That's Ricker. That's all right. And the words. <laughs> um, Ricky, um, I haven't got a specific question, but I was just going to read a, a little quote sure. from, from from the middle of your review. Um, it's you, you just mentioned... Um, Georg Heiser, who um, writes the book. Um, And you say, Heiser suggests the phrase effective uncertainty to explain how viewers may be both immersed and critical within their experience of the same artwork. So in this respect, a good work of art is one that extends art's indeterminacy and continues to challenge our aesthetic judgment instead of becoming an instrument in the service of other arguments. Um, Now, that's talking about the experience of the artwork for a critic or, or, or... A a viewer, am I right?
2: That uh, that is, I think, very much Heiser saying how. I mean, it's interesting with this book, which is called uh, "All of a Sudden Things That Matter in Contemporary Art." Thank you. Um, And it uh, it came out last year, and then was actually out of print very quickly. (laughs) So. but what is interesting here is in relationship to the book that Alex has reviewed is that this is a book that sort of performs a form of criticism. Yes. It does have an issue with what criticism is. So yep. it, 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 in, a, in a sense, one of my problems with the book is that it has a lot going on. It, it's yeah. so, But it wants to do... The it's kind, trying, to do it's trying to do a lot. It's trying to do a lot. And it's trying to perform this other kind of criticism that Heiser sees a need for. And the kind of criticism that he wants it's like he sort of wants to withdraw a little bit and give uh, the artwork the kind of let the artwork speak for itself now yeah. I, I i i find that slightly problematic or yeah. at least uh, perhaps a little bit well i don't mean to be rude but a little bit naive sure um and i think uh, but what he wants and what i would agree with to some extent is this notion of there's there's a kind of remainder there's something that is not resolved in the in in, in, in the writing in in in, in, in the different form of art criticism it doesn't cl- it shouldn't close down the work and I think okay. I mean but but that's a very basic thing to say yeah uh, so I think that's where he comes up with notions such as effective uncertainty uh, there is some other um, yeah that was
0: the one I was, I was yep. trying to ask you what, what that means really
2: uh i think it it means that one particular uh, i'll just mention some of sure, the other ones sure. because they're kind of related in in the different chapters he also talks about uh, something like unceasable gratification so there's something that isn't quite resolved there's something that kind of murmurs afterwards something, what was the
0: first word something gratification
2: uh unceasable un- gratif- yep. un- gratification yep. and i think the same thing with affective uncertainty there's something that that isn't quite that can't quite be pinned down now that sounds very very basic yeah. and, and very very open. And one of my things about the kind of criticism that the book performs is perhaps it, I, there are so many examples in it. And I think it, this comes out of the desire not to say there is this one strand. There is it's it's the health fastest pluralism. There's yeah. everything going on at the same time. And the problem is kind of interesting because how do you write a critique of everything going on at the same time? Yeah, which you think that's what
0: he's trying to do. That. Yeah,
2: I mean. I think it should be said. I, I, um, I think it's a poor translation of the original title, which is actually borrowed oh. from uh, Fishland Vice. Uh, suddenly, this overview. Oh, oh really? Uh, so I, I and and and. I don't know why. How does it's that change? Changed.
0: What do you think that means I mean, effectively? I think
2: it, it means effective. I mean, I think the book is suddenly this overview. Like, it, it's everything at the same time. There's yeah. this glimpse of all these works at the same time, which he then wants to put into some sort of, uh, not quite boxes, but something um, where we can juxtapose something. And, and in a way, there, there are four main chapters in it. And, and they all sort of end up with, something in the middle of for example we have the uh, art versus market so there's yeah, something in yeah. the middle of something that isn't quite resolved it's kind of like a dialectics that does, that ends up with something i don't know woolly <coughs> in, in in all of them
0: bless you that was Fred our producer
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, th- well thank you very much um alex Does that does that can i bring you into that alex um in terms of you know do, I mean, do you agree with, with not not with rick's reading of this of of the, but where highs are what he's trying to do do you think it's a, Sorry, a naive as naive as
1: well i was taking five as the americans say <laughs> um i i'm i'm not sure because i haven't read the book sure p- properly to be fair um, to you that, that's fair you know i've i've looked at it but not read it properly but i mean i've read um the review a few times um but i do know um uh, York's other writings. I mean, I, I go back. I said something that I mentioned before. I mean, the main thing that concerns me that hasn't changed, and I think that that this, you know, whatever sort of playing out of these themes, uh, are, doesn't develop the discussion, right? Really, um, is that's you know, in Oscar Wilde's time. Let me see. He he did an essay that was called "The Critic as Artist." um and for someone like him for someone who was a uh, a playwright and a novelist the he was as good a writer as Whistler was as a painter now what i'm interested in is finding critics that are as good a writers as Pick your, you know, contemporary artists. As, artist. as um, Go on, then, do it. Go on. You know, Peter Doig is a painter, or or, or whatever. To okay. P- to pick a conservative um, and rather expensive example. <laughs> um. And I don't think anything's going to change until writers are produced of that kind of quality. Now, there are a number of um, MA courses now to do with um, art criticism. Some of them dovetail with MA courses. Are concerned with curating, yeah, and I wonder whether they will produce writing of, of, a, of a better quality I mean they haven 't so far um, as perhaps the, the curating courses haven 't produced better curators um, they 've just produced professional curators yeah um, but oddly, we still don 't really have professional art critics. art criticism isn 't really a profession that you, that you can that you can live by, um, so there 's a number of problems. Partly to do with the structure of the art and academic world, and partly to do with we're just not getting writers of of that quality. And 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 until that changes, um, I think that this you know the situation, the predicament is is, is going to remain the same. And th- and that and that can that concerns me greatly. Yeah. And I think it should concern other people as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a laudable desire. I'm still uh, as a Innocent sort of reader, in a sense, not. I'd want you to be push what it is, A, that's wrong with specific writing, possibly, or where, you know, it's, it's hard to know what you, because ultimately it comes down to is it is it a bad bit of writing about something or not, doesn't it really? And then knowing whether it is or isn't is sometimes a matter of opinion, is it? I don't know, Ricky, what? I, what, I,
2: I think, I mean, using the book that I reviewed as an example, uh, it has some very nice passages in it and so on, and I agree completely with what Alex said. I mean, it has yeah. to, there has to be a quality of writing. Yeah. Art criticism, criticism is, of course, that thing which is about something, but it ha- also has to be, you know... It's good, itself. It, it, itself in that sense. But I think one of the f- my pr- other problems with, with uh, uh, the all-of-a-sudden book is that there seems to be these... Different ideas underlying it, and then they are kind of withdrawn from it. Right. So I think there's there's a sense in which you also have to own up to what you're doing. So I think there's a lot of philosophy that underlies yeah, yeah. all of this, and then it's sort of taken out again and said, well, I, this is this is just the work, and I, I think that is that is dangerous. It's not massively. I mean, dangerous. he's
0: implying something implying, innocent, innocent well,
2: in a sort of in... well, there's uh, it's a really... certain focus on. Um, Something that is mobile, fluid, etc. Yeah. I mean, we've gone through decades of reading Deleuze and Guattari, but we we, we I haven't. By <laughs> the <though>. way, <Okay. laughs> good for you, um, but some people have. <laughs> um, those of us who come of to, to be really honest
0: with you, I might need to ask you to say, can you say what you mean by mentioning those philosophers?
2: Uh, I, I I I'll say it in relationship okay. to, the, uh, to the book yeah, anyway because like, I, I don't, I don't, don't like. want to turn to it into a like. philosophy lecture. Um, I think there's just um, there's a I mean when when for example Heiser also talks about effect, uh, it's it's something it's it's a move against a certain way of looking at art that has come out very much by those philosophers. Okay. That that the artwork affects us first of all. Yeah. Um, you
0: talk about impact or in, something like yeah, that.
2: Yeah, something that is more Chalk sort of or, yeah or no, or notions of those yeah, that kind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and as in sort of. Uh, After conceptualism, if if you like. Yeah. Um,
0: Would you, I mean, would Hearst be kind of one of those type artists? mm, Sorry.
2: Not necessarily. Okay, okay. Don't let me distract you. No, no. But the thing is, yeah I think I think there are lots of different philosophies underlying this and I just think that that you have to you have to play your cards openly yeah. you have to say what you're doing um, and and it has to be a good piece of writing at the same time um, secondly I think I think you can write something very I mean what I liked about the book uh, that Alex reviewed is that it's it's quite small I mean there are too many large books in the world <laughs> <laughs> the book is filled uh, the world is filled with with books like that why why does everything has to be so long yeah. and uh, and here th- there's a kind of slightly funny move in this book i think uh because there's some like i said there's so many examples uh in the book i reviewed that is uh, so many examples and then there are some of course you can't still can't have everything in it so there are some examples that aren't mentioned uh, in the book itself but then they're mentioned in the introduction as not being mentioned in the <laughs> book <laughs> so you know it's this but written kind of, by the same person yeah yeah <laughs> so yes. it's this kind of totality yeah uh, which which I think contradicts actually. well you've got a
0: structure haven't you the book is a structure with, yeah. a, with traditions and he's using yeah. those uh, as a yeah a, so the, the, the escapism goes in one bit and the yeah or something I don't know but I, I understand what you're saying yeah it's a, it's a interesting thing i am um, you mentioned merlin carpenter um alex in your piece uh, it, as being he was at this um, this symposium thing and 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 he was crying out but you, you say not very effectively um uh, to to get um a, a broader talk going on about um the uh sorry i am it's crucial for a, 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 a bigger discussion of criticism to happen. He thought it was essential, but he didn't think was, he was very effective at the symposium. But, but did he today say how he thought it should happen? Or?
1: Not per se. I mean, he felt that there should be a transparency with regards to the power networks at play. That's
0: right, more to do with the, the, what how people get yeah. the jobs to write about who. And, yeah. yeah,
1: and I think like one thing he reveals is one of the writers, um, Burton um joanna burton who um you know is married to the current editor of art forum and whatever so so he
0: revealed a structure yeah yeah and
1: and and, you know and he has various things as they as they go along but they in a way i mean i don't know how useful they are i mean i i agree that things that are usually kept under the table are often influence the things that go on on top of the table and and we all know that but i wonder once there's that type of transparency do we then get you know how does that then function well yeah it
0: would it would be interesting because i mean there has to be a certain amount of uh power relationship in everything in a way yeah uh
1: I mean, what I wanted to do, though, is just, just rewind back, if if I may. Please just do. To, to, just to something that you were just saying, um, you were both saying about the role of, um, you know, some of these theoretical models developed in the perhaps 60s and 70s. Um, I mean, both of us pass through goldsmiths um, in, in our own respective capacities. Um, That's very nicely put. Uh, um, in, in around the same time. Um and i wonder and goldsmith is somewhere that as 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 many people know was was known for um uh, bringing many post structural theoretical models to bear on contemporary practice uh, i think they've helped practitioners a great deal and and in a number of quite complex ways that that you know we don't need to go into now but i wonder whether they have helped writers uh principally critics i don't think they have um, I don't think they have at all. I think when those theoretical models are called upon in a way in explicitly, I think that um, they, they they don't function in a productive way.
2: Can I just? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I do agree with that. I'm not necessarily saying, for example, that the highest book would ha- should be a book about, C. The, the uh, Deleuze and Guattari, etc. Nope. I'm just saying that if it's kind of there, then yeah. uh, then it still performs that role and it still uh, it appropriates a model. So maybe that's what we need to get out of. And p- particularly with those philosophers, and I do see that as underlying this uh, this book. Uh, they write very poetically. I mean, it, it's not really. Um, I mean, you do a lot of violence if you take. Something like those models, and you simply apply them, and yeah. that is the problem with with some courses uh, that that teach yeah. art, well, art writing, etc., uh, art theory. That you, it's very difficult to get out of that model. I mean, I've taught critical studies uh, at Goldsmiths and uh, and, and yeah. various places. Um, and it's very difficult to, to, to find a way of using the the, the ideas, yeah, rather, yeah. and letting them spark something. That, yeah. That's, that's no, a I, challenge.
0: I, I, I was actually also at GoldSales as well and was, <laughs> was taught some, some of this, that's what we were given as reading. And it, if you are um, a youngish, fairly naive student, it's very easy to sort of get a bad reading of something, take out the root basic, very basic ideas, and then sort of literally apply them to making something. And, and, and you end up yeah. with sort of illustrations... Yeah. Which are a bad art and B also not good illustrations of the philosophy you're taking them for anyway. Sure. And then and I did feel that did happen a bit at, at Goldsmiths, and I was there in the mid '80s, mm-hmm. and it, 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 there was a kind of there was a I mean there was some interesting work as well, but it was. Well,
2: I was there both as a student, as Alex <laughs> will know, yeah. and and then later as a, as yeah. a lecturer.
0: But uh, that, that, that is, but in a way, it sounded like you thought really the philosophy is a, a good bits of writing that really should exist in their own right as you're saying, almost on the level with art, you know, equal, but not mm. not there as, as just things to be used to make art from or to, to be... Mm. Is that kind of...
1: I mean, I think that the... Um, I, I should put my hand on the table. I was, I was there at Goldsmiths and I always felt like the cleaner. But um, <laughs> um, um, a... I, I think that the role of the critic... Um, as we understand it from the past, has migrated now into other fields. Um, and in a way, this is one of the last things I want to say, um, and it's, it's a sort of summing up, I suppose. Good. Slightly pessimistic. <laughs> um, is that the role of the critic, as we know it, or as we knew it, is migrated from art. Uh, and yet the critic has an amazing presence in other fields, such as gastronomy and, yeah. you know, the wine field. I mean, I'm particularly interested in um, aged Bordeaux wine, and there are some <laughs> fantastic critics who, who you know, write
0: write very beautifully about v- it, very eloquently. Yes, and and yes. you
1: have your sort of Greenbergian formalist model. You have your Deleuze and Guattari type critic in the wine world, and, and whatever. And and they're fascinating. That's a very dynamic, active world now. Whereas art criticism, as we know it, um, is is not a dynamic terrain. Do you mean the relationship anymore. between the
0: between wine? and and its critics is much better than the relationship between art and its critics. Well, that's very interesting, actually. I would never have thought of that.
2: It's all about taste, isn't it? (laughs) All the way through.
0: To a degree, to a degree. I mean, (laughs) aesthetics come in, but then then you're onto a really highly complicated... Yeah, sure. I mean, that's a word which has many black holes to fall down as far as I I remember from being at Goldthriss and reading about it. Well, it's
2: said, if you want to insult someone don't challenge their opinion, challenge their taste. Because yes. Because you challenge their ability to judge. Yes.
0: I mean, I have to say, I go around <laughs> the art world quite a lot and quite often hear people say things like, gee, isn't that beautiful, or whatever. Sorry, that was an American accent. That was very new. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you just think, how can you say that word so casually with so little... Um, uh, and, and We really are... I'm lowering the tone of this conversation terribly now. <laughs> 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 We're very near the end of the programme. And uh, is that... You you said you wanted to say something depressing, or I've said it
1: you've said that I, I'm sitting back. In, no, you said that's fine. Uh, that's fine. In you, sadness and gloom.
0: You're, you're just drinking your white red wine, I think. no just to... I well, think.
2: like to. Well, I'd like to say something positive. Please do. Not, no, that's I'm not great. I'm sure. <laughs> I think this, uh, yeah, this uh, depressing mood is a bit. <laughs> no, we'll go, you know, no. Up, no. Up,